Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. First thing we did was make a pitch deck and just like do that. But the the, the hardest part, the worst part, I would say, about pitching to a publisher mm-hmm. is how... Welcome to Game Dev Advice, the game developer's podcast. Your place for resources and in-depth conversations with other game development professionals. I'm your host, John J.P. Podlasic. I've worked at 10 different game companies, starting back in 1989 with the TurboGrafx-16. Over the decades, I've developed games like Mortal Kombat, Avengers Initiative, Beavis and Butthead, and numerous others. I now work for a startup called Level X. But this podcast isn't about me, it's about you and the game development community. So if you have questions or ideas, give a call 224-484-7733 or go to the gamedevadvice.com website. So let's kick things off with the new Game Dev Advice. This episode is with Jeff Linville, co-founder of Ritual Studios, a Chicago-based indie studio working on their first title, Fretless. The Wrath of Rifson. Jeff has been in the game industry for over six years as a sound designer and composer, working on various titles, including Fretless and Cardio X. He offers a lot of great advice about getting in the industry, pitching to publishers, and dealing with setbacks. I think you'll find it interesting. Enjoy. Plus, a shout out to the Writers Guild of America and SAG After Strike. First time since 1960, they've both done it together. Get what you deserve. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm doing good. Glad to have you on t- uh, the show tonight. Yeah, happy uh, to be here. Cool. So what part of the world are you calling in from? Uh, Chicagoland area, I guess you could say. Ah, in Chicago. Yeah. We all survived a tornado last night. Yeah, uh, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had an all hands at, at the office. and uh, Well, not all hands. It was actually... Um, uh on-site stuff with the engineering team and med design and happy Perfect hour timing. <laughs> we all went in the stairwell for a while so wow. yeah I've, I've yeah got, this guy looked crazy yeah i've got pictures of it it was, it was kind of a strange night Timestamp july 12th all right let's get into it like what's your current role it's a kind of multiple things now because mm-hmm. my first my main role is i would say i'm like a sound designer and audio designer because mm-hmm. i do sound and music for games and then i also own my own indie studio which is really crazy to say i haven't really said that that much <laughs> ah uh it's called ritual studios i'm a co-founder and i founded it with a few friends mm-hmm. um and we're working on our first title right now so that's exciting yeah <laughs> um so how did you get started in the game industry i know the answer <laughs> oh yeah actually yes you do know the answer uh, i i i would say uh i guess through friends is probably the best way to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, st- I worked at Level X with you, right. obviously. Um, but I did my first real job, I guess, was at a VR place in Chicago called mm. 321 Fast Draw. They like, had like a little... Oh, VR. right. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I met Tito. Tito, yeah. Who ended up getting me the job at Level X. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say through friends because that's how it really happens, I think. Yeah, well, well, Tito made the introduction. You had the awesome skills well, to do the thing. So yeah. yeah, I guess I guess it was through a teacher technically at Columbia. Oh, okay. Who introduced me to Tito, and right. then got that job. It's a whole chain of events. Yeah, and, and you came in, you interviewed, you had your samples and your reel, and uh, yeah, you did an awesome job for us before you broke off and did your studio stuff. So thank you. So that was cool. Glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So thinking back to then, like, what do you wish you had known when you had started? Yeah, this was kind of a tricky one because I was thinking about this and I think I just landed on, well, there's kind of two things, but I think my biggest like issue when I was, you know, getting started was that mm. I was so afraid that I didn't know enough. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's just, that's just part of being a junior. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've been doing it for like, what, two or three years in school. And I think if I could have think what, what I wish I'd known is that like, it's okay to not know stuff and you should like be very open about that. Right. 
because I think if I went into an interview or something and I like pretended I knew something and was interviewing with experts in my field, they uh-huh. would totally know <laughs> right. that I didn't know. So I right. think it's okay to like be new. I mean, that's what yeah. you are when you're starting in the industry. So, mm-hmm. and then another thing about when I started was, I don't know, at my, at my school, I went to Columbia. They were like really mm-hmm. obsessed with like networking and like how to network. Okay. And, um, you know, like go to GDC if you can and do all this stuff when you're a student. Okay. And I don't think that was as valuable in the way that I understood it as I thought is as important because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, every, every job and opportunity that I've gotten has been through like my friends in school, not, and the networking I thought they wanted us to do was like, go to GDC and the coolest looking person that works, that has the coolest studio on their badge your business card <laughs> and they'll give you a job right there. That's right. kind of how I thought it was. <laughs> oh, that's what they told you, right? And, and you found out it's actually yeah, th- through people you know and and being great at your craft, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um yeah, and like all mm-hmm. like my friends that I started my company with are friends from school and you just get to know people that are your level and mm-hmm. they go and bounce around to these really cool places and yeah, you end up following them some of them. Yeah, and and paths converge again at some point and mm-hmm. yeah that um that feels a lot more real than just going around at gdc and just chasing people around and stuff like that right like that um, that's i that, did that That feels that's outdated um yeah it feels very 2005 i don't know um <laughs> sorry so as a sound designer sound engineer uh what advice would you give someone looking to get their first job now in that space because I, I know there's a lot of people looking yeah, uh, this is this was also tricky because I got really lucky. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I wasn't prepared to be lucky. I think that would probably be a big piece of advice: is like be be ready for something to fall in your lap. Like, yeah, what happened with Level X? It was just like be be confident that you can say yes. Mm-hmm. But um, preparation meets opportunity. That's luck. That's, yeah, basically. You know I mean? Yeah, I mean, it yeah. Is. It's it's. I'm sure everybody gives like the same exact answer because it's kind of true. Um, yeah, but would you have to do the preparation part? Because like, if you didn't have yeah. the chops and you had the opportunity to talk to someone and you know, say you were a yeah. putz, right? It would be like, okay, thanks, right? Sure, Goodbye. yeah. But yeah, you had exactly. the skills and you had prepared, so we're like, oh, Jeff is awesome. We should hire this I, guy, right? I don't so. know. I I listened to the old thing I made when I applied, and I'm like, damn, I'm glad nobody else was doing audio there because they wouldn't have hired <laughs> me. But um, like part of that answer is. When that opportunity came along, mm-hmm. I was like working. I had lost my other job at the VR place, and I was like working at a bar. And I was just like, I'm just gonna wait around, and hopefully something will, oh. you know, maybe something. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing with my life. But Tito was like, Hey, do you want to, you know, maybe try to apply here? And I right. was like, Okay. And I, the first thing I did was go online, look up Level X, mm-hmm. and I saw you guys had a trailer for Palm X, and it was literally just like silent. So I just ripped that and did uh, sound over it. That's right. That's right. I that's, forgot about that's that. That's how I would apply to any job today is if I had an opportunity like this, I would, if, I think for any artist, you could try to do this is like, yeah, whatever, wherever you're applying to. And most people apply to like a lot of places, but right. wherever like your top spots are, they think you, you have the best chance, like take mm-hmm. a piece of their work and like just remake it mm-hmm. or something because they'll instantly yeah. understand what you're trying to do rather than like, if I had sent you guys some cartoon sound reel that I made in school, I don't right. think it would have gone as well. No, that, and you, you did that. And I remember that now. I mean, because this was a while ago and it just like clicked. It was like, oh, that just made that Palm X video look like sound a thousand percent better, right? Like, yeah. just totally. And it was like, duh, like we need dedicated <laughs> sound design. And it, that, that's fantastic advice because yeah nobody cares about like the baroque music you did or the the, whatever stuff right like make it applicable for who you're applying for and i get into this rant too like don't spam like 100 companies with the same stuff right like that's a yeah focus right like like do focus things and be very thoughtful and intentional and and do stuff like that so that it has real meaning and you're not just another one another one right like yeah, I forgot you did that. That was such a great idea. It's it's definitely easier said than done for some people. Like my in my case, I was working at a bar, so I was making decent money, only working like four nights a week. Mm-hmm. And then I had I would just spend my off days doing stuff like this. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would be what I would try to like, if I, if I needed a job right now, I would pick like, you know, the places I think I could get in and then mute whatever video of gameplay they have and just redo it and mm-hmm. send them that and be like, here's my application. <laughs> Please yeah. hire me. <laughs> yeah. No, it, well, it's, it's kind of like how, uh, level designers will take an existing game and publisher down or e- even another publisher done and do uh, level design and do a mod and, and make a video you know to show that skill versus like mm-hmm. here's, my, here's my piece of paper give me a job right like oh wow yeah they can do this stuff we should we should talk to this person yeah. um plus you you had the whole thing with the uh the youtube uh stuff going too right that also has barely worked in my favor because my old manager ryan mm-hmm. was a, a fan so of right. his and so I'm like, did I even earn this? <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, you um, did. So yeah, yeah, that was a thing as well. So yeah, because so. I I remember him showing that video, uh, or that video, uh, the channel I should say that has like mm-hmm. what millions of subscribers or something crazy like that. Yeah, and, his name's uh, Rob Scallon. I uh, was a friend from like high school growing up, and yeah, I just helped him film his videos since I was like 17, and and, you know. and, he, and he built that channel over like decade plus right it was i was a years by fan now. of his when i was in high school he was two years older than me but he it was before like youtube was really a thing he was just like posting on myspace and i was like He's such a good guitar player yeah and yeah i ended up you know that's doing cool. camera stuff for him and just we're really good friends and everything mm-hmm. like that so yeah that also helped like i'm not i'm like what i wonder what would have happened if i didn't just luck out <laughs> yeah having this man as a friend <laughs> yeah but 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 Again, you'd done the work and you had the talent, and so that right, yeah, that all I, combines into it. Yeah. It all meets, yeah, you know, totally. That's um, what I would recommend anyone do if you if you can if you have the means to do it. No, that, that, that's a great idea. And now that you're established, you know, what kind of advice would you give someone trying to advance their career in sound design like yourself? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's kind of the same answer. At least mm-hmm. advancing my career is the same thing, but as like a core skill for a sound designer i think or a musician or really any artist is like knowing when to this has really helped me as i've developed Mm -hmm. in my my you know career is like knowing when to just like take a break from something you're working Uh, on right maybe not the answer you were looking for but no no i I know you're saying yeah because you just get so like tunnel vision just making it worse at a certain point yeah i'm sure you know like if you're you know working on this show or whatever and you're like I, all of the editing I'm doing is like totally ruining it. Right. <laughs> Everything right. sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. You start getting kind of crazy about it and you're just like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Just like step away, let it breathe, give it some space, come back to it and, and don't go too far down the rabbit hole. No, that makes sense. I, yeah. I think that's a really undervalued, not undervalued, but to me it was at least. And I was like, when even when I was at Level X, I was like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And then the best work that I did there was like after I had, after a weekend you know or yeah. after a day off or something you know just really stepping away is super valuable for like new perspective i guess on whatever you're working on you did that amazing soundtrack for cardio x like one mm-hmm. of the things like we made a game for cardiologists and we learned they listen to ambient music during surgery through our research so jeff did this this awesome soundtrack for the game uh, of ambient music right and it puts cardiologists kind of in that space when they're doing it while they're playing a game and um I remember you put it on Spotify. I, I brought that it up before. It is still up there. It's still up there? That, that's cool, right? So you can go yeah. and listen to the soundtrack for this game on Spotify of this ambient music. That um, It's just wild how much audio can add to a game or, 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 or whatever, right? You, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it's just such a multiplier, um, for lack yeah. of a better word. I agree. And that's kind of crazy. I, I don't know if, I'm a lot, if I could say this, but I used to play games muted for like many years sometimes i still do <laughs> blasphemy i don't know why <laughs> well did you have something else going on like in another sometimes, i don't know else? sometimes i'm just like i just don't want to hear the sound effects right wow. <laughs> <laughs> or if i had i was had something else on the side or listening to my own music or i don't know but yeah I, yeah i, 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 I could see the own music <laughs> listening to it totally muted with no sound i'd be like wait that's yeah it's pretty weird but yeah no i would do that and i was like this feels so wrong but i just don't feel like listening to anything maybe because i'm analyzing it like deep down i'm like listening to it in a different way right yeah because you're you're listening to it at a higher level than like a normal player would so it's it's detracting you from 
the game. So by taking that out, you can focus more on the gameplay and the visuals. Right. Um, yeah, may- maybe. I'll spin it like that, I think. <laughs> yeah. But as I said, I still go, well, that's kind of funny. The sound designer yeah. not listen to sound. Because <laughs> I'll be like, I wonder how they made that sound. And instead, I'm just... Oh, like, oh shit, like, I got killed! Right? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. jumping in a corner like, oh, right. that's <laughs> <laughs> Why did they make this? Oh, I'm in the lava. Shit. Yeah, yeah I'll spin zone that. Yeah, no, that is funny. Um, that's that's interesting. So, what do you feel is the most important quality or skill for other sound designers to have in terms of a skill? Um, yeah, this one I w- I had uh, was tricky as well, and I honestly I think it would be try to do a little bit of everything when you're just getting started, mm-hmm. and then find your niche that you really enjoy and are good at. Um, right. Thing. it's not really a core skill i don't know if that's a bad well <laughs> yeah but it, it's kind of like uh go to the buffet sample everything and then go back and i guess that's more philosophical yeah yeah um, i don't know I th- maybe music theory i would say if i had a core skill that i don't know that i wish i knew mm-hmm. is music theory i don't know any music theory and it's starting to affect me <laughs> in my career because <laughs> i'm making a game about music and i'm like what the heck ah. <laughs> was I thinking? <laughs> right. Right. We're like, whoa, 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 this is getting deep. What, what are yeah. you doing here? Um, yeah, definitely learn music theory if you're uh, trying to be a composer at all. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, like that foundation stuff. That, that's yeah. cool. What about advice for developing interpersonal skills, the EQ, or they call it the core skills? Yeah, especially as an artist is not getting too attached to your work. And then if somebody uh-huh. gives you feedback or something like, you get like upset totally Um, yeah not like maybe angry yelling but you get like discouraged or you're like i'm bad or you're like they're wrong or you know right yeah yeah it's like learning to control your own ego i think is really important in um just getting started as in any position yeah i think really the whole the name of the game is working with other people unless you're an indie totally right you're gonna be working with people yeah and i think sometimes people you know, they, they put their heart and their soul into it, so they're very passionate about stuff, and then they lose perspective that, like, it's a business, it's it's a thing, and mm-hmm. the feedback is not an attack on you as a person or a human being or your skills, right? Uh, it, it's just maybe it's not the right thing for this, but then people overreact, right? Be it, oh, you're saying, you, you know, their I, validity, yeah. the validity as a human or as an artist or whatever, and they you know get all like uh, bent about it and it's like no it's just like don't take it personally just i definitely used to be like that especially early on because i didn't know what the heck was going on and like you know you work you know sometimes i would work on a track for something like cardio Mm -hmm. and i would go on the weekend not tell anybody but i was just so into it i was like obsessed you know and um yeah it would get cut the level gets cut for whatever reason oh and you're just like what what why and you're just like what the heck right, right. <laughs> literally like a little baby like wait why did you take my baba away you know <laughs> that's how it felt like or or if someone would come with you at feedback especially people who aren't very good at giving constructive criticism right feedback, like yeah their right. attack they sometimes people do kind of attack your integrity a little bit right but just learning to deal with that stuff i think is pretty pretty important yeah yeah uh, that's a good point too right? they don't know how to say stuff so that it, it makes it worse so like it's kind of developing a thicker skin right just be like yeah all right it, it could be this person you know that's not level x but this person's a yahoo right so uh, yeah oh, okay but that's just their yahoo opinion and i'm not going to take it personally and not yeah. internalize it and beat myself up over it they, yeah. they don't know what they're talking about but i do and i'm not gonna get crazy about it so yeah and especially working on like my own game, I've had to cut my own work Ooh, because right. you know we're falling behind production. You know whatever is going on, like mm-hmm. this isn't working. Yeah, and I'm cutting my own stuff by myself. Right. It's like cutting off your finger. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. I can't believe ah! this is the, I literally think this is the best thing, but it just isn't working. You know, for this game right. or whatever. It, that's yeah. pretty much pretty hard to deal with. Um, yeah, but and it gives you perspective. For when the, those yeah. decisions get made, when there's a deadline, and you're like, "Why are yep. you taking yes. this out?" You're like, 
because we want to ship the thing and we'll do it in 1.1 right and now yeah. you're like ah yeah. that's why they were doing yeah that. and it's always yeah. ends up okay like that like it comes back around or something and like being the calmest person in the room if you can be mm-hmm. um you know that's a meeting good. or whatever is like just really valuable yeah not flipping tables and, and, and i wasn't and, i would always like you know be like <laughs> you know at, retro, I'm an artiste. at, I'm at an artiste. retros i'd be like why is this happening to me <laughs> but that's oh, okay, oh, you know oh at the sprint retros where we were talking about the sprint and what oh my yeah, god yeah, yeah i yeah, would yeah. be like oh you know <laughs> this engineer couldn't get my sound in and you know whatever i don't know just like, yeah <laughs> i don't know you know what it, you know what yeah, it, no, i think I, it is I, a, yeah it is a core skill that's unrelated to any one discipline it's just like totally yeah bad things are going to happen and just Right. I don't know. You got to just get through it. My experience has been too, like, and it stinks, but, you know, often there's all these things going in and audio comes in kind of towards the end. And it's like, you folks are like, yeah, we, we finally got to figure oh, it out. Man. You have like no time, get it done. And your, your budget that, for file size is minuscule. And that go. was actually, yeah, you that know? is something that is really to sound designers is like you gotta wait for everybody right and then you're right. sitting there sitting on and the clock's ticking and, and you know the yeah, deadline like, can we know. get can we put these animations more forward so that i can do sound for them and then producers like nope nope right <laughs> and then it comes then it comes down and then you're rushing and then then it gets cut it's like yeah, it's right yeah hardcore the next worst thing is qa because like qa is like waiting for it to be done and, and then they get more more and more compressed and then oh um, yeah i've felt bad before for audio because it's always like or in the past in situations it's been yeah you have the least least amount of time you're thrown into it and back you know on the days when there were discs or even to date myself cartridges like you had like you got two megs to do all your sound design on this 32 meg sega genesis game go you know and you're like ah (laughs) <laughs> you know and they're like oh let's get 64 megs it's like yeah the publisher's not going to spend the extra you know eight dollars on that cartridge yeah it fit <laughs> so then you press the yep. hell out of it or you cut stuff and make it fit you know and that's mm-hmm. just the nature of the beast yep part of the fun uh you part of making the sausage yeah. yeah literally <laughs> right. Right. i want to know how the sausage is made um What's been uh, one or two of your favorite games or projects to work on? So I got, you know, I got to say the one I'm currently working on because I've been totally. working on it for five years. But <laughs> Five? Wow. Yeah, I actually was working on this project before I got the job at Level X, I think. So wow. Slightly, it wasn't like, you know, fully going on. We were just kind of like messing around. Yeah, yeah. I was already working on it before I started there, which is crazy. So, right. Uh, I would but say we, this. We, yeah, we we encourage people to do stuff outside of work because we're not like yeah. run by lawyers. Sorry, I keep mentioning you know? that level X, but it's no, not no. the other job I really had. So <laughs> right, <laughs> it's appropriate. Yeah, but the fact that you you've been working out for five years and then you just got the yeah they were totally the everybody deal. was cool about it. Everybody yeah. was into it when I was working on it, so it was all good. Um, yeah, that and then Cardio X, I think, was easily the f- most fun I've ever had. You know, working on a game, it was just so. Mm-hmm so great to work on it and i love the way it turned out it's, yeah so do i it's just this crazy thing that everybody <laughs> it's a lot of love went into that game you know you can see it right. all over right and the sound effects right there's explosions were like sound effects the vfx <laughs> like the art like yeah just the way that the heart looked it's just so cool looking and it was just so cool yeah, yeah, and you can tell that stuff, and you listen to the soundtrack, right? Like, it, yeah. it, it wasn't just check the box, ship it, right? Like, no, like and a lot I of passion was, went into that. I was, and it was great as I was surrounded by other people at the studio who like wanted that stuff. They were like pushing me mm-hmm. to like make different things. I mean, there's a freaking heavy metal song on there. It's the last track. <laughs> you were saying it was ambient earlier. I'm like, right. towards the end of the of the record, it it starts getting. Because it gets heavy, more intense. It's a synth, right. synth wave and like house music and, you know, like Radiohead stuff and like all this, like a million genres on that album. Right. It's really weird. Because, yeah, you're dealing with like four crises happening in the game yep. simultaneously. And it, like, switches and everything. Right. And, yeah. yeah. So it had to raise that intensity because the gameplay raised that intensity. So that, yeah. that flow of the gameplay being reflected in the audio is powerful, right? And again, that, that, that's that addition that you get 
you can't quantify by just, oh yeah, it's got audio. Yeah. And I think something that bothered me at the beginning of that project was we couldn't use any middleware. So like Wise or FMOD oh, with that software. Yes, those stuff and I was like, how am I going to do this? I had this in school. We need it. And then, you know, I learned that and like, actual engineers can like just make that stuff for you (laughs) so it's all it's all built into unity and like all the engineers were like making this like really cool tools for me Uh and uh stuff like that to like put in sound and it was just such a fun environment to work on that game i I can't lie (laughs) why is an fmod oh god man those been around for decades i remember those yep we use we use fmod on our project and like there's no way i couldn't use this again i I can't go back to unity audio after using this (laughs) it's so good right so what are you curious about right now in the industry? Um, I think the thing I'm most curious about is, I don't know, just I guess in the indie scene is like, what will the next breakout genre or like trend of game type yeah. will be? Because I feel like a few years ago, it was like Battle Royale. And then oh, that right. went yeah. all into, that went from like indie and then Fortnite came out and then it was like everywhere. And then yeah. roguelike games did that too. and then. I wonder what like the next mm-hmm. is there going to be like a new genre of game that's going to come in the next few years. I would love to see yeah. that. It no, probably already it, exists. Yeah. No. I just haven't heard of it yet. No, but that's the industry, right? Like I, I remember in yeah. the late '90s. I love cats, but you know the proverbial you can't <laughs> swing a dead cat without you know seeing another company making an RTS, right? Because it was yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah, you know, real time strategy like, games. That's right. all it was back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, it was all you know because Red Alert and Command and Conquer. So like. Everyone jumps on that bandwagon. Everyone, yeah. you know, so it's like, yeah, where does it go, you know, next? And it sounds like Fretless, your game is like kind of doing a different perspective on the whole music game. I side, guess, right? I'm so, not even sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. It. I, I watched. Or I, I saw the trailer and I was looking at the visuals, and uh, it's refreshing. It's different, right? It, it's not the old. I sure hope. Turn the crank <laughs> with the rock band uh, or uh, guitar hero stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you guys are on the forefront of it, you folks. Who knows? Yeah. That would be really cool, I think. But yeah, I would love to see what's next for, you know, what everyone's going to be playing in the next few years in terms of genre. Yeah. It's, yeah. Cause it's like, where's the money? Follow the money. That's, yeah. And then, uh, it, yeah. and then, it, like, you know, people are still making games and it's like, it's too late. I'm, I've played that 10 years ago. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They used to be a company. We used to be like eighth to market with open world. Uh, yeah games you know like, like uh, the dev cycles are so long now right like once mm-hmm. a game comes out and you try to mimic it it's you're gonna your game right. three years ago three right. years later later three or four like, or something and then you're like too late nobody cares right they're, they're yeah. on to the next so mm-hmm. so what about potential threats or concerns you have around the game industry? Ah, i don't know um i i'm sure everybody says ai <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. um I, I mean other than like another crash like a video game industry crash with Mm -hmm. oversaturation yeah but as far as like job related yeah i mean it's got to be ai like i'm sure everybody says that but i think it's partially true yeah well it's it's such a a double-edged sword because there's so much cool stuff you can do with it and then it's yeah yeah. scary stuff too right so it's like i think it will become a tool at some point that's it's just you know the same way you know you download unity you got a full game engine but like many years ago you needed an engineer to literally code the engine oh yeah for right it. so it's probably going to be something like that but mm-hmm. right now it's definitely yeah up in the air i suppose yeah the, the, the companies used to roll their own engines and have their own teams and every everyone had their own and it was kinda, exactly yeah it's crazy it's just you know? everyone uses unreal or we use or unity unity like, yeah it's yeah. a two-horse race now there's two out there but just because you have an engine doesn't mean you can make a game like you have yeah, to use literally. it right yes yeah. yes and i think i saw a really funny comparison on twitter it's not like perfectly an- analogous but it's like mm-hmm. fighting over like what engine different games use is like chefs fighting over which like cookware which stainless steel pan they use you know right. it's like you got to be good to, to you got to make something with it yeah though so, exactly um yeah. but yeah i don't know it could i worry for you know copywriting and uh yeah. concept art and stuff you know those are like ooh. <laughs> yeah 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 that stuff can get um weird in the space and it's only going to get weirder right like five years yeah. from now like whoa Remember those old yep. times when we thought it was okay, but yeah, yeah. we'll be laughing about this. Yeah, maybe yeah. not laughing, maybe crying. Maybe crying. Years, like, you know, we're all out of a job. <laughs> um, no, I'm 
I'm hopeful about it. I, I, yeah, you I, seem I, hopeful. I, I, yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I see the value in it, and I'm maybe I'm underestimating the the terrifying consequences of it. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, what about AR, VR, XR, the whole space? Any thoughts? What's XR? Hey, hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, please go to patreon.com backslash game dev advice. We'd love to see if you can support the show and help uh, new episodes keep coming out. That's patreon.com backslash game dev advice. Thanks. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Eh, XR is like a combination of AR and VR. Yeah, just extended reality, right? XR. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, AR and VR, basically. I don't like VR. Yeah. I think. Makes um, you nauseous? No, I don't know. I just don't want to wear the thing on my head. I, yeah. you know, we made a few things at level X and I worked for a VR company. So I, maybe I have a special hatred for it because like <laughs> you would be testing. I got headphones on right now and I'd have to do this and then oh, put on the right. big yeah. headset and then put on my headphones over it. And like, there's wires. It was like, yeah, right. <laughs> horrible. But well, and the vibe made it worse too. Right. Cause it had to be tethered and the headset yes, was heavy. The old ones were. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's such a pain. I really, I really think AR is going to be the thing. Yeah. Um, if there's a caveat to this, if they can make it either in a pair of glasses like we're both wearing, like just right. normal people glasses. Yeah. And because uh, I think spatial computing, like I don't know if you saw the the Apple VR headset. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vision Pro. Yeah. And yeah. like the whole like a big part of it is like you can have your computer in front of you with no monitors, and you can just put stuff everywhere. Yeah. A little minority in your report space. And all that. Yeah. I think if they can get that to be like in my normal glasses or something mm -hmm. which won't be for many years but i do think it'll be like we probably won't even have smartphones right. anymore at that point like right it's maybe, all that's right a, there. maybe i don't know I, I could be wrong i'm probably wrong but that's where i think i would like to see it go mm -hmm. is uh because spatial yeah. computing is really cool but like wearing that headset all day even if it's comfortable it just sounds unappealing to me personally yeah and um yeah the claustrophobicness to a vr and stuff so yeah with ar you know Magically does some inter interesting stuff, but it's not really consumer oriented at the price point and um, right. at the brand recognition. So yeah, what's Apple going to do? Yeah, but yeah, basically so, you got to wait for them. Yeah, and, and Apple will. I'm I'm an Apple fanboy, so I, I, I'm <laughs> curious to see what they're going to do. Right, because everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're never going to do it. Like, yeah, they kind of did some stuff with the personal computer, and they did some stuff with the iPhone, and. And back to that, the iPod, a, a know, little so. while. But, but yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. It's it's not like 2024. Yeah. Everyone's wearing the glasses. You know, 2030 maybe. You know. Yeah. Right. Um. Did you ever try the Hololens? Have you ever seen that? I've the seen Microsoft it. Thing? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's kind of on the downtick. Pretty old. Um, definitely. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. And um, I've done the Magic Leap two because we're oh the Magic Leap. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The the two the updated version which is uh is pretty slick we're we're doing a stuff a project on that and it it's interesting it's it's a lot more comfortable and you can dither your background so if you can see stuff yeah. or kind of cover it up more and um it's interesting it, it it's still in the earlier stages but um I just even think yeah. of gaming you know you could have like a card game like Yu Gi Oh and you place uh -huh. your card down with your glasses and a monster comes up and attacks the enemy on the table you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's my that's what i want <laughs> right maybe it'll just right. be holograms but yeah yeah i don't know too much about it but yeah it's the future right so we'll, we'll see in five years um five years yeah. ten years holy shit yeah it'll be different yeah <laughs> time stamp this 2023 um yep what's a funny or interesting story from working in the industry i think you got something around a pitch something like that yeah i could talk a little bit about like how what getting a publisher is like <laughs> yeah i'm sure a lot of listeners would be curious about that yeah so i guess i don't know should i share some of the backstory on like yeah the totally. project at all or anything so yeah it's i'm making a game called fretless it's a guitar 
it's like a music RPG. But basically, we we were working on it with um that like my YouTube friend Rob Scallon, mm-hmm. and it was like I was in school and I was like, oh, I should make a game for you for like a school project. Wouldn't that be funny, you know? <laughs> and uh, just kept snowballing, blah blah blah. And then at a certain point, we were like, we should try to get a publisher. What are we doing? Because we couldn't finish it because it was just too big and it was just like yeah. you know everybody was starting to get like i can't keep working on this unless right we do something right it's got to be more of a result phase or something so yeah the first thing we did was make a pitch deck and just like do that but the the, the hardest part the worst part i would say about pitching to a publisher mm-hmm. is how freaking long it takes because mm-hmm. we started in december and we didn't sign a deal until december the next year wow 12 months so, and we, we actually got, um, we ended up with a publisher called Play Digis. I mean, they're amazing. Cool. Um, but we had talked to some like high, pretty high profile publishers mm-hmm. who were like interested. And it's like, you send one email and it's like, it could be a simple question. Like, Hey, is this, is this your, do I have your email right? And they'll won't get back <laughs> for two weeks. So you got to make sure that anything you want to know that you send it in that email, because right. it's going to be like, it's like literally like sending a raven or like a carrier pigeon. <laughs> that's your shot like, right yeah, yeah like you got one opportunity to like email this person back <laughs> yeah don't waste and, it um, use that bullet yeah yeah and then yeah so you go through so many and like we we went to pax east yeah past what pax yeah pax east and like met people there um oh a big thing we did if you're curious is we made this i know nobody can see this but we made like like a pamphlet of the pitch oh, deck and handed okay. it out at PAX East to publishers. Like we went up to their booths and it actually worked. Yeah. Cause it's a lot of it's, people it's liked quick. it because it was like, yeah. And we had a QR code on the back. Ah, so, smart. No, that's so smart. That right. Went well for us. Right. Cause it's something um, easy, uh, easily digestible and use the QR code and, and learn more versus just here's a business card. I got the greatest game ever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like making a resume or like applying to a job yeah. is like, yeah. You need something like call to action like immediately. So we when we sent our emails, we used to just have a big block of text about the game, like a cover letter, you know, and right. then um there would and be it, a link to a Google doc, a sheet uh what is it, Google Slides. Yeah, Google and Slides. It was yeah. Very beautiful. Like our artist did an amazing job. And then we were like, wow, these people have to read all this stuff to click this blue link and then see that. So uh, right. we switched up our strategy and put like a really cool GIF right in the top and we're like everything you need to know if you want to see more is in this link and it right. that started working more for us right because people's eyes glaze over when they see yeah. paragraphs of text Everyone's they, got they get a million of those they get to- totally i mean some of them said they get thousands of pitches a month that's crazy like, it's like you, a i don't know yeah. if you can hear my doggy in the background sorry oh i heard a, i heard a squeak yeah yeah it's, it's kind of like being a record uh, company and all the tapes yep, and you get demos and, literally yeah. the same thing yeah, so put the call to action at the top. Yeah. Make great shit, right? Because that's part of it yeah. too, right? Like, oh, here's my little blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, whatever. And then when you're doing the pitches, was there, let's talk, and then like months and months and months went by, or, or, or did it move pretty quick? In, in Most terms of them of were like, they got to us with a Zoom link like pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to talk to us pretty quickly if they were at all interested. Right. Um. Oh, just another thing about your pitch deck. I think if you can try to make our goal was to make the person feel like they had played the game without playing it. That hmm. was really valuable in the pitch How so? deck. Um, just like getting across the mood. We had like a music, we had like a you could play we could listen to music while you're reading it. Like we had oh. like a music link. So cool. you could like listen to it. And we had gifts, a lot of gifts, a lot right. of videos, and like all the text was like all the fonts and the color palette and everything was like all supporting the game. Mm-hmm. So we wanted people to feel like they had like totally understood our vision. What, were all the pitches on uh, via Zoom or is anything in oh, person? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, everything was through Zoom. So like we would send the pitch and like we typically heard back pretty quick for a mm-hmm. Zoom call. Right. And then it was after the Zoom call was the dreaded waiting period. Ah, uh, right. Because they, they'd be like, all right, you know, it's been great talking to you guys. And we'll we're going to like review everything and like play the demo more. Uh-huh. And we'll get back to you. And then like for some companies we waited like months and then they would Ugh. message us back and be like, Hey, we love this. And like there was a certain case where it was like somebody reached out to us like after we had signed and we were like, too late. Yeah. Ship sales. <laughs> Sorry, way too late. Yeah, literally. So Yeah. 
but wow. the, com- the company we ended up going with they were like loved the game they were like we love this it's mm-hmm. perfect for us and it was just the vibe just clicked immediately like they didn't yeah. want to change it there was a few publishers who were like you might want to change this here and there you know you might want to do this blah 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 yeah um but this publisher was like we need this now you know right basically. yeah so, so it fit and it, it just was perfect yeah. and we met with them and we were laughing it wasn't weird it was like so right they've been just amazing to work with right you know? you know like oh now we're gonna go deal with the suits and they're like yeah ah, you know i think you should do that you're like oh god who's this windbag right so no, yeah they're all it, they're all great the opposite of that this feels sounds like a very a very good fit so yeah that's what you want right like kind of like you know you know you know yeah 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 no congratulations and then i'll i'll put a right. link uh, to the demo and press release stuff like that yeah there's like a notes. steam page i think you could do um cool i'll just say everything about the game show the trailer all that good stuff what's a game you're playing right now you're excited about is anything that's standing out to you i really like mmo rpgs so you know like wow. warcraft and games like that so i'm i'm playing one called guild wars 2 oh yeah a game yeah. and guild wars 1 which is like pretty old it's from like hmm. 2005 um wow really old crpg which i i play like all the time i i played it when i was a kid i've got like thousands of hours in it on the same account you can wow that. Yeah. <laughs> remember the um, password <laughs> yeah seriously I, i've lost it a few times but yeah i played guild wars 2 and then i also play i've been playing uh, alien isolation you've heard of that mm. it's, no, I haven't. it's like alien you know okay what platform but, it's on i think it's on everything i think alien isolate it's like a 3d like a really good looking game and like you're it's a first person oh horror okay game, but yeah. it's on mobile somehow i have no idea how they got it on there it's hmm. pretty crazy that's very cool. scary really scary i only can play it in like 20 minute 30 minute increments <laughs> i'm not even joking i'm like okay that's enough right heart <laughs> that's rate enough for me yeah out. seriously i mean Stop the it. alien is like chasing you and you oh, have to hide yeah. in like a closet and you have to hold your breath and stuff it's <laughs> what's it it's really fun what's it called alien isolation alien you know isolation. the movie alien like yeah 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 it's literally that and you've got the little thing and it comes out of the vents and that's cool is there anything i should have asked you about but didn't i thought of an answer to an early one an earlier one yeah that's okay go ahead um Shoot. i think it was like what's well, a good skill for like any sound designer to know and i think mm-hmm. i i learned this at level x is scripting and coding ah, i mean right. seriously if you can do even any kind of implementation on your own mm-hmm. you're gonna be so much i mean i think they're probably telling everybody to do that now right but like i don't know i don't think i could have gotten that job if i wasn't like able to be self-sufficient like i was in unity every day just like yep. every other person totally. there yeah you know it's probably hard for you guys to like feel like you can hire an artist or somebody who like can't work in the engine right because you're gonna have to pay someone else to support that artist that's a great point because like yeah we've talked in the past about like do we continue to grow and look at freelance? And it's always like the person has to be able to work an engine. They have to be able to implement and, and put their sounds in, right? It's not just uh, make a bunch of AIFs and, and throw it over the fence and somebody else has yeah. to deal with it, right? Like somebody Somewhere. be self-sufficient, be able to then plug that stuff in and not just be like, well, I just did the audio. Now it's your problem, right? Like yeah. you have to be able to, to put it in and that makes you a thousand percent more valuable than just does the stuff and you know unless they're some legendary pinnacle top of yeah. career like working yeah. on triple a like yeah whatever but yeah they don't even need to they don't care you know yeah they don't <laughs> care right. yeah but yeah. also for that one percent like yeah. they don't have to but yeah for everybody else <laughs> that's great just do it just definitely just do it and just get like learn how to you know move a game object around and stuff but yeah i think smart. it also gives you control over your own destiny within Mm, the game because i was able to put stuff in that probably people didn't know if i had asked a producer to ask an engineer to do it 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 wouldn't have gone in the game and it would have the game would have been worse for it in in terms Uh, of sound you know so i could like hey i'm gonna like add this you know thing that has like variation it's like randomness when it plays instead of just playing Mm -hmm. you know and if i had needed a programmer for that Probably wouldn't have gotten done, right? Um, yeah, because they were like, "How's it going to take? We have to put it in the schedule. Yeah, like we got to do that time. Yeah, it's like a, right? a whole like, to do, <laughs> right?" And we're like, "Yeah, I'm just going to do it myself." Yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of and sense. If you can get a programmer friend, I mean, my best friend, <laughs> my best friend is a programmer on my game, so I'm yeah, just like, "That's smart." Hey, yep. hook me up with this like audio thing, and you know, right. I'll be like, "Okay, <laughs> right? Make me a plugin for this thing," and, and then, I'll be like, "All right, yeah, sounds yeah. good." <laughs> All right. Help me help you. You you do this thing and then I'll leave you alone. And, yeah, yeah, and I'll do my yeah, thing. I'll stop bugging you. Yep. You got to yeah. get an engineer friend. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you can it's... find one. So where can people find you online? Like website, Twitter, 
threads where, yeah, I guess where do threads we find is a thing now um yeah. yeah i mean you can mostly find uh you know my game links called fretless that's i don't really have like social media i do kind of have like a music making name um okay dovetail so you can look that up on twitter it's at dovetail just like one word right underscore underscore uh which i'll share with you after yeah this. share with me but after i've this, got yeah. some music out on spotify and you know, Bandcamp and stuff, and then mm-hmm. really everything in my life is just about my game right now. So, yeah, if you want to wish list it? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that's no, great. Yeah, check it out in Steam. Wish list it. Um, I think it could be huge, right? Like it, it feels like the timing's right, and knowing the skill of the folks behind, it, like yourself, I'm like, wow, this this could be huge. So, yeah, check it out. Um, totally. Really nice of you to say. <laughs> no, like I just honestly, I was like, wow, that it's kind of a ref- refreshing perspective in that genre. And it's like, it kind of feels like, you know, it's time, right? I mean, we're definitely doing some really weird sound stuff that we've had to make a lot of custom stuff within FMOD to suit the needs of the design of the game, hmm. uh, which is really interesting. I'd love to like tell people about that when, when I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty cool. That's exciting. Again, yeah. engineer friend. You need right. an engineer friend because it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Last question. Like, what's one piece of advice you give others working in the industry right now? Working in the industry or trying to get into the industry? Either. Whatever you're comfortable with. I think I misread the question. I kind of read it as like how getting into the industry, but I think yeah. it applies for the same thing. And I mean, it's again, it's kind of a wishy-washy answer, but like just kind of take it as it goes because mm-hmm. like I got this cool job at this VR place. And then that like went belly up after like eight months. And I was like, my life's over. Right. What the hell? I don't know. What am I going to do? Like apply it like blizzard. Like I have no, I can't, what what am I going to do with myself? So I just, like I said, I was working at a bar in Wrigleyville and Mm -hmm. this opportunity just kind of came across my lap. And like, as I was, and I, at, at the time, I felt like I had friends from school who were like going to work at Naughty Dog and going to work at all these really cool places. And at the time, I was like, I'm falling behind. I'm not uh, going to make it right. in the industry. But really, is like they were like a lifeline for me because it was like hmm. yeah. they, they knew that I wasn't working or whatever. And they'd be like, hey, this company needs a sound designer. Do you want me to plug your name? And it's like, yeah. And they, they knew you had the <laughs> I skills. Do. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. So like I just kept right. doing sound stuff. You know, I played in a lot of bands. So I was always doing that stuff anyway. But, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of came across my lap and I'm like, oh, I'm just I'm in the industry now. Just the next day, you know, I got a call <laughs> and it was just like, oh, now I'm here. And then, you know, it's just kind of things will kind of happen, I think. Um, right. But you got to, you know, slightly make them and be ready for them to happen. But it's right. not the end of the world if you don't get the job that you really wanted because something else is probably going to come along. I mean, yeah, it, it's not this linear, predictable thing, right? Like, I do this, I would do this, I'm going to do, yeah. you know, it's like you do that and then you get a setback and you're like, ah, F it, I'm just going to go bartend. And uh, now I'm freaking out. And then all of a sudden, because you have the skills, because you've done the work, yeah. then when the opportunity is there, you're prepared, right? Like yeah. if you hadn't been doing that stuff, you would have been passed over. So, yeah. you know, not to sound like Tony Robbins, but, you know, preparation meets opportunity, right? Like you, you've got to Pretty much. I mean, that's do just both been of those a, things. been tried and true for everything. And it's definitely like kind of a privileged statement, right? Because I got lucky. I knew this person who happened to know this person. But I think that mm-hmm. happens more often than not. And right. like... Honestly, if, you know, this doesn't work out with my game, I'll go bartend again. It was fun. So, <laughs> and I'll just, you know, do it all over again. So right. yeah. it'll be okay, I think. <laughs> right. And it takes yeah. the pressure off, right? Like, you, yeah, you my, don't feel like uh, that that vice grip of pressure, right? Like, I'll regroup and do something else and I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm I, not I know scared I'll end up okay. You're not scared. So like, I'm it's not hard. scared if like, if I lose my industry job and then I'm like, oh my God my career is over it's like it's just taking a break i'll just go work at you know restaurant or whatever while i yeah you know get my applications ready again and right. do it all over you know and like take that time if you can to make a really kick a reason mm-hmm. for someone to hire you yeah be comfortable in that space and not freaking out about it and getting overly anxious about it yeah. i don't have you know kids right now or anything so it's a lot different for other people i'm not saying it's not horrible to oh no job, yeah, right. obviously but right but yeah. uh, if you're if you're coming out of school and you're like what do i do um you know mm-hmm. yeah. it's actually really crazy to think about like all the people that i've met through my what like six or seven years and where they work now right <laughs> it's like <laughs> so crazy like people from level x or wherever like people at level x are like coming there and i'm like what the heck How? 
you're yeah. so awesome. And like, and now I know you, I just, I see your, you commented on my posts on LinkedIn. What the heck? You know? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's just wild. Like yeah. all the friends you make as you're going, just that's mm-hmm. how you, that's everybody, you know? I don't know. Right. Not to get, you know, goofy about it, but I think that's part of the thing about this industry, right? It's like the people and, and I used to get back in the day burned out and crunch and be like, I'm out. I, I can't do this. And then I would go to corporate America and it was just so boring, you, you know, and it, the people were just like, what'd you do over the weekend? I got this fertilizer and it got really yeah. I, I, What? I don't want to hear about your fucking lawn fertilizer. Like what? The you know, fuck when you're you crunching doing? though, you'd be like, I would love to hear about your fertilizer. Yeah, exactly. Right. Crunching. Right. When I'm like, yeah. Walk around doing a hundred hour a week, sleeping on a food time. Like, Oh, just talking about the uh, fertilizer. But then you get, you get drawn back to it because it's, it's the people. And then the, those people, uh, the good people connect, they bind and then they try to stick together and then there's opportunities that happen. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of this weird mystical space without I mean, sun too hippy dippy, but yeah. No, it is. I mean, I went to GDC this year and I went to GDC in 2016 when I was in college and I knew hmm. I ran into so many people this year that I knew like you and right. like, <laughs> you know, people that I used to work with and then mm-hmm. No, it's just weird. And I'm like, right. oh, I'm seven like, years later. All of a sudden, I'm like, like you I'm, think... I was like the people I was like wishing I was back when I was right. a student. You know, right. I'm like, they're just talking to someone else. That's not another student. What? Yeah, you think of that uh, that seven year progression, and uh, yeah, yeah, like I'm just here to do the thing at the show and help out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, people want to talk about my game, and yeah, yeah, you, know. you wake up and you're just. You've been you've been there already for a long time, even before you knew it. You're, you're right, and then again, opportunities. You know, I'm stumbling on my flight coming back from GDC, and I'm like, "Hey, there you go, Jeff." Just you're like right in the row, <laughs> row behind me. I'm like, oh like, shit! <laughs> like, yeah. I know that guy. Yep. And you know that kind of stuff happens. So yeah, yeah. Do the work. Put yourself out there. Be kind to people, and you know, good shit will happen. I, I I don't know how else to say it. I hope good shit will happen to everybody that wants good shit to happen to them. (laughs) I I think eventually it will, right? Like the bad people, the snakes, the weasels, eventually the bluff will get called. So yeah, believe in karma, do the good work. And And you know, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. Like I haven't met that many bad people. Yeah. I don't even know if I can name like one or two because some Mm -hmm. people are just, you know, I don't know. I just, everybody's been great. I'm, I think I'm just a sort of lucky guy. <laughs> uh, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's definitely bad people out there, but um, there's a lot of good people, and that's what's so interesting Maybe the good people industry. just wash the bad people away from my memory. <laughs> right. Yeah, remember the good stuff, not the bad yeah. stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a good space to be, and it's generally speaking good people. I, I always enjoy it. Well, cool. Well, thank you for your time tonight. And, yeah, thanks um, for having me on. Yeah. Uh, this has been great. Fretless. Check it out on Steam, put it on your wish list, and I will have links in the show notes. So thank you, Jeff. Yeah, thank you. Hey, uh, sorry if you notice any kind of noise and static in the background occasionally. That's on me, not Jeff's setup. Thanks for listening to this episode of Game Dev Advice, the Game Developers Podcast. Go to the website at gamedevadvice.com, and you can find the show notes along with show notes for all the other episodes. Please also check out the new Patreon page at patreon.com backslash game dev advice. Have a lot of options up there for how you can support the show. Again, that's patreon.com backslash game dev advice. Thanks again for listening and being part of the show. Take care. Bye-bye.